Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast, where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for tuning in today. You can always find us 24-7 over at pathtozion.com, where, I don't know, two, three years now worth of audio-only episodes are located, and all of those are now on YouTube as well. Even if they're just old audio episodes, they're on YouTube. And, uh, of course, now we primarily do videos, and, of course, they are all there as well which is probably where you're watching this. So you can reach out and email us um, at any time about anything, whether you want to say, this is the worst podcast ever, you have no idea what you're talking about. We don't ever get anything quite that blunt, but we you know, we get our share of, I don't like this. Um, but if you want to reach out for any reason at all, correction, addition, anything, questions, can we pray for you? Can we come to where you are? I don't care. Send us an email, Podcast at gmail. Dot com. Now, we are in part two now, which will be the conclusion of Lady Wisdom receiving counsel from the first of Yahweh's ancient works. Now, th- if, if you have forgotten already or you missed part one, which would be, of course, ridiculous, she is, this Lady Wisdom is told that she is the first fruits of Yahweh Elohim's works, preexistent of all of earth and humanity as we know it. Okay, so like think of, think of, okay, think of everything from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 on, wisdom was there, okay? And so what I'm trying to paint is a picture that this same lady, this wisdom is right here today for us to access to cry out to. What are we told? If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask, and let him ask, and let him ask. I, friend, do not do that enough. Do you? Do you cry out daily? Father, I need wisdom. I need to read Proverbs. Not just read Proverbs because it's in your open windows, page 172 for the day, but I mean, like, I need to read Proverbs and sit and think about it for 30 minutes. I need to read two verses of Proverbs and say, Number one, do I understand this? And number two, am I doing this? Is this applicable in my life in any way whatsoever? And if not, don't get up until that's resolved. I mean, that's what this Word of God is, is, is meant to do for us. And so to, to continue where I left off with part one, we were, I was trying to begin to make the, the, the crux of the point within this, this series that that wisdom was in that place at creation. And so when, when everything that we know was set in place and in perpetual motion to carry out Father's will for however, he or, however long he ordains before it all burns and there's a new heaven and a new earth, she was there. And she was watching it unfold and talks about the, the word talks about she, she loved the works of the Father's hands including there's even verbiage in here about how she loved humanity and the work the the handiwork of the creator I mean I don't claim to understand what all that looked like sounded like all those things do you I don't I don't know but it's a beautiful thing to even just think about but the main point within this without being redundant and sometimes let's just say as we say on the program a lot we have to be redundant to make sure these things are solidified in us and, like, find a dwelling place and stay. 
So when Yahweh gave a decree to, to set the earth in the heavens and separate the waters and, and form Adam out of the dust and, and, and pull out the rib and create a, a mate for him and all these things, the animals and all this, the mountains, wisdom was there watching. And that same lady wisdom is here for us today. To what? Well, let's get to that. And I would submit that this is going to be another tool in our belt of how a truly holy set-apart man responds to this age. And all of, the, all of the, the depraved ways that it presents itself to us. The patterns of the world that just, man, I just see it sucking people in. Just sucking them in like shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> I like to see gopher holes all over the ground and men in them and just zoom, just suck down in. Swallowed up by all of the, the banter of culture and all the stuff in the news and all the things that I don't even want to give, give words and attention to. We know what they are. But wisdom now, wisdom in the midst of all that, which is the point of all this, is she is simultaneously beckoning you, beckoning me to come to her house. She calls out to us. We could read all the scriptures about it. Read Proverbs 1 through 9 today. She calls out. This same lady, because again, this is good imagery for us, this counselor that was literally with Yahweh when he set all of creation in perfect ordered motion is right here today for us to walk by, hear her call, and go into her house and sit down to receive counsel as a son. The same, same counselor is here. It's ama- Do you understand that? How amazing that is. This ancient one, the, 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 the first fruit of Yahweh's ancient works now. She's beckoning us to come and to hear her righteous counsel that we already read and established very easily and quickly is flawless. So do you want to know how to respond? Because if this isn't practical and if this doesn't play out in our lives to actually look like something, then why are we even talking about it other than we like to talk about the Bible? So I will ask you a question. Do you want to know how to respond to the chaos-driven worldly patterns that we live now within? We do. There's no argument about that. And anybody says it's not as bad as it looks or, or all these. No, we're not ignorant nor negligent. Come out. Come out. I have so many messages written upon that. So many. Most of them will never even probably become public. But just come out. I mean, come out for real. And don't just come out to here. Come out to here and keep going. Keep going. I have messages on that about Lot and his family. I love to talk about that too, how, how Yahweh himself, via the angels, carried them out, grabbed them by the elbow, took them to the edge of the city, 
and said what? Keep going. They already had to be dragged out there because they're stubborn just like you and me. But Father, in his goodness and mercy and kindness, took them out. But what did he say? Keep going. Keep moving. But what do they do? Can't we just go over here instead? And friends, we're no different. That's why that message of keep going has got to keep going out. Friend, keep moving. Keep moving. And so what do we move towards? I would say the house of Lady Wisdom. We go to her. She's calling out. We need to stop giving ear to Lady Folly. She is enticing now. She is enticing. All right? I mean, I don't want to get into imagery, and this is an all-ages program unless I'd say something at the beginning of the episode, but we could use all this imagery of something enticing, and it could be something different for any individual, of course. But it is an alluring, enticing, desirable call that she herself makes Lady Folly. Stop giving an ear to her. Turn it off. And I mean turn it off in a million ways. If you listen to secular music, why in the world? I'm just hard like that. But why in the world? Why would a regenerated Christ man have anything to do with worldly music? Why would you go to a theater and watch a worldly movie full of cursing, nudity, and violence? Why would you turn on your television and watch people getting shot in the head? Why would you watch these things? Why would the Christ man listen to these things? I don't understand that. My former life was a laundry list of all of these things. I wasn't born some set-apart, godly, holy kid. I was atrocious. I was horribly vile. But now why in the world would I do that? Why? It's not that I can't. It's that I don't want to. I have no interest in it. It would be foolishness. Yet there are things in my life, to be transparent and real, of course, there are things in my life that I still look to Lady Folly because it's like it's something that is desirable and enticing to me. Where none of us are ever above that, but I'm just saying we should get to a maturation as spiritual men. 5, 10, 20, 30 years into our walk where we're not doing the things we did when we were 20. I mean, seriously. I don't know. That's a big deal to me. Being a holy, set-apart, consecrated man that looks like Yeshua, man, and acts like him and thinks like him. I want to be that man. I know I'm not, but I want to be like that. So I want to note on, on that, in, in chapter 9, Lady Wisdom and Lady Folly both say the exact same thing. Let's read that, just so you don't think it's just me making it up. Chapter 9, verse 4. This is Wisdom. Lady Wisdom is saying all these things. She's prepared her food. She's mixed her wine. She's set her table. Whoever is naive, um, that's that simple man again. Whoever's a simpleton, let him turn in here! Exclamation point. To him who lacks understanding, she says, come, eat of my food. Okay, so now we go to Lady Folly. This is what she says. She's boisterous now is what it says here in my version in 13. But she doesn't know anything. But she says, 
Whoever is naive, let him turn in here. And to him who lacks understanding, she says these things. So, so we, have to, we have to be wise men. We have to understand that Lady Wisdom and Lady Folly are saying the exact same thing. This is quite profound for, for just casual thinkers who don't really put much stock in what they watch, what they do, what they say, what they listen to, and where they go. Friend, if you think that it's just going to be a raging inferno or a black hole darkness, and well, of course, the raging inferno is God's ways. You are, you are a fool. I would be a fool if that's how I governed my life. What if they're both green and it takes sitting down and listening to what's coming out as a man of discernment of the Holy Spirit, a, a, a Christ man crying out to Yeshua, mediator, Messiah, help me to know what is righteous and what is what is unrighteous because it may be presented at the door of the house in the exact same way, the exact same manner. And don't even get me started in the 14 examples that just popped into my head of what I see the church fall prey to along these lines. I'm not going to go there. It's blatantly obvious in how the church gobbles up the words of Lady Folly because it kind of sounds a little like the Bible. Kind of sounds like, yeah, my rights, my ways, my preferences. Me, 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 me. And friend, if we're not careful, we're going to be carried away. And what? Enticed. Led astray by our own lustful cravings. That Lady Folly who is saying the exact same thing as Lady Wisdom, is just regurgitating what she hears. Yeah, yeah, come here. Come over here and get the same thing, simple man. We've got to have discernment. And once we get discernment, cease stopping by Lady, um, Lady Folly's house for a visit now and then. Stop going. Hey, you in there? Don't do it, friend. And I'm telling myself, don't do it. Don't do it. Then after we've ordered our own life, I believe we order our home, our marriage, our wives, our husbands. How all that plays out, and we're not getting into the order of the home, of course. But we we write ourselves in our own hearts and then our children and our, and our marriages what we do together, what we don't do, what we watch, what we talk about. What is righteousness? And whatever's righteousness, get out of the way because we're going with all we have. And whatever is not, we're not answering the door. We're not listening to her beckoning us. Even if, and it will be, enticing to us. So after you've ordered your own life and after you begin to order your home... Come out further, together, with your household. And I would say, lastly, come out from those who are going into the prostitute's house and be separate. Now, that's hard, and it will cost. It will cost. It hurts. But we've got to be separate. That's what holy is. Holy, holiness 
It's a separation. It's a distinction. We talk about it on the program here for years. What is holiness? Kadosh, kadosh. Holy, set apart, distinct, identifiable. Separate. Find others who are ready and willing to, uh, to abandon the entice enticements of this fallen world. Find people that are leaving the world behind. In here. In here. I'm not talking about bug out bags, man. I'm talking about hearts in the here and now who are coming out further and further and aren't stopping and aren't showing any signs of slowing down. Those are people I want right here with me. Spiritual men who think like Yeshua, whose life is no longer their own, but they've laid it down. And when they said that, they meant it. That's who I want. Bring this to a conclusion. We are invited to give ear to the same counselor that is wooing us to listen to her and walk in her ways, which are Father's ways. It's a demonstration of Father's ways. The ancient one of old, wisdom. She understands what true justice is, what order is now to be implemented into the chaos of our present-day world. Again, to be clear, why? Because she saw it unfold the first time in its perfect, unadulterated, paradise-esque state and condition. When all of earth was ordered and established, she was there. Were you there? Was the government of the United States of America there? Was the Republican Party there? Look, all these things we throw out. Was, was the Acts Church there? Let's just be hard. Was Moses there? All these things we have to put in proper context and go out from, I would say, we have something that is perfect righteousness that we're told is flawless wisdom. And she is beckoning us to receive perfect righteous counsel from the Father. When mankind was given his purpose, his directive, if you will, she was there. And this is why, this is why her counsel is more precious than any other thing that you or I could ever possess. Again, chapter 8 ends with, Therefore, children, listen to me. Happy are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and grow wise. Do not refuse it. How happy the person who listens to me, who watches daily at my gates and waits outside my doors. And again, we could quote Yeshua himself, For he who finds me finds life and obtains the favor of Yahweh. Friends, do you want that to be you? I want that to be me. And it's my fault. It's my fault. It's not my circumstances. It's not culture. It's not a corrupt government. It's not a vaccine. It's not the, the lies I've inherited from the Christian church. It's not all these things. It's me. It's me. 
I live in a country where I can have 15,000 Bibles in my library at any given time with no problem whatsoever. And access to Dead Sea Scroll fragments. I mean, really, y'all. If we are not walking in, in an ever-increasing level of wisdom and righteousness and truth and justice, there's no one to blame but ourselves. And so I just want to encourage you with this, that there is lady wisdom. And we can receive counsel from her who was considered the first fruits of Yahweh's ancient works. So, friend, I hope this challenges, encourages, gets in there and pokes a little bit. It's what I'm always trying to do. That's what the Father is always doing in me. I don't do spiritual cartwheels. I don't. <laughs> because it's the pressing, it's the crushing. It changes me into the image and likeness of my Messiah, who, in, who learned everything <laughs> through the things that he suffered as the obedient, suffering servant Messiah. And that is my reward. That is, it said, well, happy is the one who pursues these things. So, friend, today I, I just challenge you. Unplug from the world, man. Put your phone down. I, I told my wife the other night, and they'll bring this to a close. I'm like, I'm this close to, to, to just crushing our cell phones. I'm this close. That close. I just, I loathe them. But here's the real problem. Me, me, my lack of self-control, my folly. Lady Folly, are you in there? I need a minute. Friends, let us not be like that any longer. And I'm saying that to myself. Let's be a people who walk by that beckoning lie because we're crying out to have ears of discernment. The Holy Spirit might empower us to know the difference and say, no, this is an ancient lie, and I'm choosing the ancient way of wisdom. Thank you for watching. This is the Path to Zion podcast. Sometimes we're rediscovering the ancient way. Please reach out to us. Continue to. For those of you who email us, thank you so much. You have no idea. You have no idea how much it blesses me. I read every one and I respond to every single one, usually the same day they come in. Because I love it. Let us know how we can encourage you and pray for you. And I'll do my best to answer questions or direct you to someone else who knows the answer that I will maybe not know. It's time for us to be the body and to come out from the stinking world. And look different. I hope that you're trying to do that. And I hope this has helped encourage you to do so even more. Thank you for watching. Amen.